that's it. There is something I do want to ask. Okay. With TRC. And I didn't want to ask it on the podcast. I'm going to ask it. This is potentially the after podcast. <laughs> I really, I've really gotten into F1 <laughs> racing. I don't know if anyone else yes. is into F1 racing. Like when virtual we- or real? The real, the real F1 racing. Okay. Because right? now it's everything is virtual world and real world. No, no. Like the actual in the cars, right? Yeah. Racing. When are we, can TRC help us get a track here to find out if we can get F1 racing to Ohio? How do we get F1 racing <laughs> jobs, Ohio? How do we get one here? Cause Miami's getting one this year and Austin has one. How do we get one here with all, you know, us being awesome with automobiles the pinnacle <laughs> well we got mid-ohio you can go watch racing at mid-ohio the motorcycle racing i, I want the there. i want the pinnacle so, of racing yeah you need dynamic so, handling <laughs> you need to turn more than just left so yeah. so my in my misspent youth that's that's what i spent time doing and i actually worked at the mid-ohio sports car course for a couple of years oh, yeah. r- running sales and marketing um, and yeah, so, um, Austin, Texas has had one for a while. Miami's getting one. Las Vegas will be getting one in the future. Um, there would be, there would be some upgrades needed to the facilities existing in Ohio. TRC is not in the running, of course. Um, but that's a, that's a pretty, pretty compelling, compelling sport and pl- plenty of drama and, and action going on right now. Yep. I, I love I love the idea that there would be one, you know, perhaps on the on the waterfront up in in the Cleveland area. There used yeah. to be an IndyCar race that 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 ran up there, and that was that was fantastic. Yeah, right yes. down the shoreway. That would be that would be fun. Yeah, what I Can think something near Columbus is also would be needed with all these techie jobs coming, and that's like you can imagine people sitting at the computers all day. They want to spend this energy and like movement somewhere. And that's what it brings you, like a little bit of adrenaline and release of that adrenaline. Right. So next research, economic impact of a would-be F1 race. I am for it. You sign me up. <laughs> well, so we, we just need to get a good racer behind us. I mean, we need to get like a Lewis Hamilton to come and like, uh, you know, right? give us a thumbs up here in Ohio. I think that'd be great. Well, right. I let think, me, let I me think call we him. Get LeBron James to create a, a Formula One race team here in <laughs> Maybe LeBron knows an F1 racer and he could bring it over because I would I would take a a Lewis Hamilton or my main man, Daniel Ricardo, you know, because I think Daniel Ricardo being so outgoing would love the Midwestern atmosphere. (laughs) Being an Aussie. I, I think, I think actually maybe you should put the pitch together, but yeah, I, I, it's a great idea. <laughs> the economic impact will come from visitors. Right. Visitors spend on staying in restaurants, eating and, and staying in hotels and, and buying different tchotchkes and we can, we can enumerate all of that. Well, for right. an, well, so that's a single event, right? You're looking around the impact of, of wow, a single But event. if you put like, you know, that single event every month, that's creating like year-round impact. Well, because there's F1 and then F2 is there also. And then there's, because it's, it's not just one day. The race starts, it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because you have the testing, the qualifying, mm-hmm. and then the race. So you have 
you know, it's, it's a whole weekend and then it's all VIPs that come. I mean, to go, I looked into go to Montreal, which I thought was the closest one to us, Montreal to go to it. The VIP packages are like tens of thousands of dollars to get into the paddock, to do like all the days of racing. It's so expensive. I think they all like half of them flying with like private jets. Half right. of that is economic impact on Ohio. <laughs> and then in between you put events like huge concerts where share come mm. with elephants or, you know, something else. I would go to that too. I would go to that. <laughs> right. Well, what about, so what about all of the, you know, you talked about construction jobs with, with the TRC building and continuous expansion, uh, you know, to get the, the roads and infrastructure in shape for that kind of race and hosting that kind of event, right? So you'd have to sort of look at the prep into that. We'd have to eliminate potholes. In well, guys, you need to be in a business mind. Like you need to sell idea, then you need to find investor, then you need to calculate when the return on investment starts coming. But, and then but, happy to calculate prospective economic impact to help you to sell this. Right. Right. Well, I'm with Molly. The thing is, I just realized when she was talking about like the infrastructure to get us ready is a huge benefit. If we have a street race, Cleveland F1 is no potholes. Like there can't be any potholes. So we would eliminate the potholes in Cleveland. And that's what you're around. I don't, I don't think there are potholes in Cleveland. I don't think we ever want to say that there's potholes anywhere in the state of Ohio. All no, the streets because are we have in like, Ohio. Three men with the shovel putting like a uh, hot asphalt in them right now. Do you yeah. not call them potholes because they're deeper than that or? <laughs> no, we don't have potholes. Oh, we don't have them. You're not supposed to say that. No, but so. My suspension uh, would tell you otherwise. So, F, so F1 is sort of a, you know, a aspirational kind of thing. But, you know, Jonathan, what are sort of the other transportation activities happening around the States? So we've, we've got TRC, but there's all of this industry and effort related to transportation across Ohio. And, you know, what are, what is some of the, the latest happening around sort of the entire sector? I mean, really, we're doing a lot of activity. I mean, so I would say initially, when we talked about connected um, and autonomous and electrified mobility, we were always talking about the automotive space. And now we're seeing so much of that that has branched over into um, my partners in the air. And so like, like Brett had um, talked about our partners at, at Drive Ohio and Fly Ohio, you know, and they always say, you know, Fly Ohio, Drive Ohio. So you have to be on the ground before you get in the air. You get to see. And so, and actually to refer back to Brett earlier, he had mentioned uh, the flying taxis, which I appreciate him saying flying taxis versus flying cars, because that also scares me. But um, we're seeing so much of that testing environment explode here. That's probably the wrong terminology, but seeing so much of that activity begin to flourish here in our state expand. because of expand, um, you know, because now you have, you know, this roadway that's, you know, out right outside of the TRC. So now they're doing drone testing on that. And so there's a whole lot of space here in Ohio. There's doing, they're doing, you know, vertical takeoff and landing testing in Springfield, Ohio, um, because they have a dedicated airspace where they're doing that type of activity. So again, you know, we have on the ground research that's being done for mobility. We have in the air research that's being done um, around mobility and delivery. So 
Ohio is just flourishing with opportunities for, you know, companies to come here and do that type of work. And we're seeing, you know, and we're, we're seeing gravity, if you will, of companies being attracted here because there's so much opportunity. And to Kristen's point earlier, you can do it at a lower cost. And in our world, it's called positive externalities of agglomeration and clustering. So you definitely benefit from it's exactly what I it's exactly what I called it. I, I liked it when she I liked it when she said it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that, that's, that's exactly what I thought, too. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a collocation <laughs> and cross section of similar industries and collocation of suppliers and customers. And like think about other benefits Ohio have. I have also visited another research facility we have down in Canton that said, well, every bearing in either, either the car or spaceship are made in Ohio. So at least they have one that is made in Ohio. And, and we have also big involvement, big development in electric batteries um, that is coming. So we have a lot of adjacent innovations that are deployed and growing in Ohio. And, and I think that agglomeration is really exciting. I think um, just to tag on to, to what's already been said, if you, um, I'm gonna steal a phrase from, from uh, John Horak at a different university arena, I hope it's okay, um, but a researcher at Ohio State. And, and John says, if you constellate the um, assets in the state of Ohio, it can't be beat because of all of whether we're talking about um, the space assets in, in NASA, Glenn and Plumbrook and, and others, and then efforts like Jonathan is talking about with Drive Ohio and Fly Ohio, um, companies like TRC, you constellate all of those, um, the Springfield, the Springfield area, Wright Patterson Air Force, all of the, all of the partnership work that's going on there, both with the federal government and and uh, industry, the defense industry. Um, Ohio's Ohio's unique in the in the value proposition. So, economic impact of NASA Glenn is coming. We look forward to that one. Right. Do we get to do that one from space, though? <laughs> well, if you have a couple of million extra to pay to Elon Musk, why not? Or to Bezos. I was going to say, I'll call Bezos. Right. Let me just call Bezos because my Amazon normally gets to me. So I, I do trust that one. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign on as a host of the podcast. Jonathan, you coming too? <laughs> um, I'm again. I'm I'm a wheels guy, so I like to keep my wheels <laughs> on the ground. But I'm happy to help uh, any way I can. Oh, so going back to what Jonathan said about flying cars, according to a 1980s movie, Back to the Future, we should already have flying cars. Where are we at with that? Are you testing flying cars? So we currently are not testing flying cars okay there there are there are cars that are taking test flights and have started to move through the um the what's the word i'm looking for it's a it's a european um term because this is going on over there the confirmation process i guess um with the European flight agencies. So 
Well, did they have no mirrors, like those cars? What's that? Do they need back mirrors, like that you see your back? Like, is this really like how do I think it's a whole different out? level of like a camera in complete autonomous, or you really like turn your head, like, and see who is yeah. right, left, as in a fifth yeah. element movie. Like, yeah, it, it's it, it's it's really a that in what we're talking about, it's really a, a flying flying car. Bur urban air mobility is what we've touched on you know, throughout our conversation. And, and that's, that's a different, uh, a different gig that, that I think makes Jonathan more comfortable. So well, we won't need roads. But so Kristen and Randy, you guys mentioned reference to movies, but in all reality and in, in, in practicality, right. I'll go back to actually Walt Disney, right. And Epcot, which was supposed to be um, bringing ideas of the future to the public. Right. And, and Walt Disney World used to have these sort of um, homes of the future, right, or these kind of featured future cities or places, right, and, and some of them were, you know, kitchens and how your home would function, but they had fl flying cars was certainly one of them and you can go on YouTube and, and look up some of the um, old old videos. What I find really interesting about that, though, is the seeds of creativity and thought around innovation and how, you know, what it could look like, right? The difference between um, this sort of movie version and what happened at Epcot was they put people in there and they played it out in real life. It wasn't a, a green screen or done on, you know, computer graphics, but sort of one prototype of what something might look like. And, and I think that's really kind of, you know, fascinating to talk about what they're testing out around Dayton and Wright Patterson out, out in Springfield and, you know, maybe these air taxis and, and the actual on the ground testing of these applications of, you know, maybe kind of this Walt Disney world, what our future might look like happening in Ohio. There's definitely an element of the Jetsons coming. Right. And, you know, I think since, since those Walt Disney clips, you know, I've been waiting. I have been waiting for my flying car, but I don't necessarily want to take that operator's license test. Do, I do want to point That's out something about say. futuristic, <laughs> like the Jetsons and stuff like that. Everyone was like flying cars. We're going to have flying cars, right? To take something that they already know, cars, and do something new with it nobody ha did anticipated the cell phone, right? Like nobody thought that we would be having a phone on us at all times. Even in the Jetsons, I'm pretty sure they had a landline. Like they really? had a wall mounted phone. They didn't just like bring it around with them. So it's like, we, like the idea of having a camera on you at all times and a calculator and the smartphone, like nobody. But that's the distinction is that it wasn't centered around the phone. It was right. centered around all the other things that the device could be used for in addition to being a phone. That's why you mm -hmm. carry it with you also, mm -hmm. right? It, it, it's sort of like the Swiss army knives of devices. It's sort of the everything in your pocket. And, and so flying things, whether they be drones for delivery and, you know, Amazon, Walmart, testing them out, these, these sort of things that are in your daily use, and not just 
you know, so kind my, of my boy Elroy did not have a a personal cell phone device of any sort in, in the Jetsons. I don't I remember them ever having a phone. I got I, that sounds so. Funky. I mean, it just sounds so un, unfathomable that you know, they had a flying car, but they didn't think of the cell phone in the cartoon. I got to go back and watch a couple so, episodes. So but wasn't wasn't the, wasn't the housekeeper always answering a landline? Well, because I, I, so I always remember her answering like it was like a phone. It looked like a portable phone from like the 90s. Right. With but it had like the Jetsons like antenna on yeah. it. That's what I always remember them like picking up. And like, and it was, but it was like wall mounted. It was like she had to pick it up and answer it. It didn't have a cord, but what, which would have been what was, like what was what was Dick Tracy using? Talking into his his he was talking about his watch. His and then watch. and yeah. and then same same thing, right? Star Trek. Inspector Gadget had his 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 shoe, right? Inspector Gadget. Oh no, it was in his hand. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. His phone was in his hand. That was uh, who was what was the cart? What was the show that uh, the inspe- uh, the had it in his shoe? Come on, get Brad. smart. You were- get, get smart. smart. Is- get smart. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, I, I only know this because I'm a history buff when it comes to that because I wasn't even close to being born. As a matter of fact, like so. So I think it right, has Jonathan? in common with uh, yeah. cars, the energy storage, and that's yeah. a big thing. Like as, as soon as we are learning how to store energy better. It can solve many of our problems that we still have. Okay, so while we were on this phone, I'm sorry, Arena, I did not mean to backtrack on you. So I'm actually looking at a video. <laughs> they actually, of the Jetsons, and they actually had what I would call uh, FaceTime. So, you know, because oh. they, oh. they had the projecting, they were projecting pictures, and they were talking on at the desk. So yeah. that's, I'm going to get half credit But they for did that, that in, they did that in Star credit. Trek too. Like Star Trek they did face to face but like when i'm wa- going back and watching star wars like they had like the whole person teleprompt thing right where like you would have like the disc and then the person could record a message and you can talk to them right like that but it's still like in star wars they they still didn't have like but we have that now he couldn't just pick he couldn't just be like i'm going to text yoda hold on let me text yoda <laughs> how oh, you doing God. buddy but the sort of image, the virtual image, but yeah. there are places. Yeah, like the holograph. We're doing it now. Two concert. Um, and and that has actually increased um, interest in that during the pandemic, where instead of two dimensional on Zoom that we're looking here, you are actually interacting with a three dimensional image yeah. that can be life size of the person or people you're. Um, you're engaging with from whatever distance that might be. Um, and that certainly requires more expensive and specialized uh, equipment and, you know. Um, That's into the metaverse, isn't it? Office, but. Yeah. Mm. I think you're onto something. I think Brett should do a VR version uh, tour in the metaverse of the Transportation Research Center. And then we can watch the mayhem. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about that. I, I was actually going to charge Kristen with like moving this idea to to commercialization. This and then also I expect to see a Cleveland F one like T shirt line come out in the near future. Oh. I mean, we could work on that. Mine signed by Le- LeBron, please. I'd like a LeBron signed copy. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. We have a tall order, so I'll get on it. 
I'll, yeah. I'll talk to people who might know people who might know somebody. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good end to the after podcast. I want to thank you guys again. This has been a great conversation. So bullet points for the after, after podcast. Technology, great. Have it here in Ohio. F1 race, TBD. I think it goes back to the Ohio kind of we have it all. Yeah, we do. Stay tuned. So we stay, need to stay have tuned an F1 for more. Race. Yeah, we will. Right. I, we will. I look forward to hearing more about what, what you have going on down there. Yeah. And calculate right. economic impact of everything.